0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Today, coming to you from various uh, men's bedrooms and/or garages. Yeah, office. how are you guys doing? It's an office. Off offices. Yeah, yeah. Offices. So,
0: is in the uh, insane asylum um, doctor's room yep, yep. i'm in my filthy dad garage which smell like eggs this morning i had to open the windows again with the egg yep. smell Why you don't even eat very many eggs it's actually not
2: a garage he's in the fridge he, he hadn't noticed Me
0: eating eggs has nothing to do with the way that my garage that was uh. nobody was in it for like 17 hours okay Despite smelling like that i mean you know it just uh. it's, it's got its own smell it's like its own beast are you sure there is some sort of gas leak or, or
2: something like that? Like egg gas? <laughs> yeah, like a sulfur. like, like a, kind su- of... a
0: sulfur deposit, like right under my garage that just are like you, it stinks. Are you
2: next to an ostrich farm or something? A lot of uh, eggs.
0: Well, now come to think of it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That makes good sense. There's a field of ostriches right next to my garage. What if, I,
2: what if Sips is actually a battery hen and we, he just hadn't noticed? He's a sentient battery hen. Yeah. And because he's surrounded by millions of non sentient chickens. None of them have told anybody, and he's just chilling, being this genius chicken with a YouTube channel and recording a podcast. And maybe so many chickens, they just haven't noticed. Paca! What if? man? It really smells like eggs in here. he keeps yeah, thinking. But
0: I mean, eggs, eggs, eggs don't smell like when they're in the shell in in the shell still, right? Like you, eggs you wouldn't walk smell. into you wouldn't walk into a like a a hen battery. And be like, man, it smells like eggs, really bad in here. You, That's I, true. you'd be overwhelmed by the smell of their poop. Yeah, it would be chicken poop. You're right. First off, yeah, and um, yeah. Do, do chickens pee? They must. Of course do, right? they
2: do. Of course they do.
0: So you'd smell a bit of that too, mixed in. Yeah, and um, and the eggs I probably doesn't smell. feel at all. like a battery hen, anyway. Just trapped in a
1: room producing videos like <laughs> like with a whip yeah you
0: know they're just
1: coming out of your
0: ass at a regular interval yeah just pooping them out just pooping just those out hoping, hoping, hoping people to hit like the big them. big time yeah
2: not really seeing where they go just hoping <laughs> to go viral i want <laughs> that's my it, that's to a t-shirt viral. pooping yeah. out the vids 2016 yeah. yeah yeah and on the back is a picture of you shitting out a YouTube, oh, a YouTube channel. A YouTube video.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> just so just like really could, pinching it out. <laughs> for God's sake. It's just like frothing eyes out. Eyes
2: closed. He's got like really... <laughs> whipping, Please, up,
0: whipping up into would, like a pile.
2: Come on, guys. Stick to the fucking behaviour this, this is the behaviour. This is it. is like sake. Poop talk. Five minutes of poop talk. I don't talk, want that photoshopped for Well, on the
0: topic of birds <laughs> and poop talk, though, I have to say something first before we move on. I went for a walk this morning, okay? For the first time in, in Did quite you a while.
2: Smelling flowers. No, no.
0: we were, So we walked um, to a coffee shop, which is like about. Is this why you were half an hour late Yeah. To the yeah I started like waffling on about some stuff. We were sitting down 40, and then. 40 I, minutes late. I'm well, yeah. sorry, but it was nice out. We went for a walk and then we were really late. But well, anyway. I'm glad you had a nice yeah. walk. Maybe you could have told us about this walk and we would have been able
1: to have a 45 minute walk I as would well. have had a nap. Well, I would have napped uh, it up. What
0: I'm about to tell you is going to change your mind on that one All because right. we were walking along like the front like the coast and there's a big seawall, right and uh so we're walking along and it smelled like the sea as it does uh, on the on the front on the coast and there's like a little bit of a sniff of something else but you know you just sort of think i'm by the sea so it could be anything you know i'm not going to worry too much I think and there's this the woman eggs. walking towards us pushing a stroller oh no and she had this face on her and I was like what the hell like is this woman okay and she's like don't go close to the wall it's disgusting. And, I was, and we were like, well, okay. She's like, somebody's puked on the wall and it's absolutely disgusting. So we're like, oh, <laughs> all right. And then we look beyond her. And of course, standing in a gigantic puddle of barf on a wall is a seagull eating it. Okay. And then I saw that and instantly, like a train, the smell of barf hit me. And I was just like, I had to do that thing where you block your nasals so that you can't smell it. So I was like, okay. t- I was talking like this for about five minutes, walking, walking past the puddle of bar. You bark. block your nasals? Yeah, you know, you don't like fully pinch your nose. You just sort of like, oh my god, you block yeah, okay. your your sense. Yeah, your smell sense, sort of thing. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. And um, <laughs> I've done that. We were we were really grossed out. We we're like, okay, well, let's not walk back this way. And then, of course, we forgot about it. So we walked back that way, and again, we had to experience that. Just like a freight train in the night smashing right into your <laughs> face, this wall of hell smell. It was disgusting. God, what it was is so it, bad. What is
2: it about other people's emissions that have, that offend the nose so much? You, I, I've always thought, like, we must have evolved as, you know, as, as a society that we're living in with other people. You know, there's going to be smells.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's exactly that. It is evolutionary. It's something which says, you know, this is something that you don't want to touch. you don't want to put your fingers in. and it's coded for uh, us at a young age. Yeah, really. it, it's true. weird though um, there's
0: there's there's, there's, there's a very subtle rules thing. to it. I mean, if I if I for some reason, like I remember one time I was really sick, okay, and this is kind of gross and maybe a bit embarrassing for me. Uh, but there was like there was barfing and shitting involved. And yeah, actually the <laughs> smell of my shit at the time made me want to barf more. Okay. (laughs) Right. But I can happily sit in a room and fart and be perfectly content with the smell of my own farts. But other people's farts, I find very offensive. The smell of them is just too much. So what's the deal with that? And barf, it doesn't matter who does it. Even my own barf is is gross. Like the smell is just really awful. And I never want to smell my own barf or anyone else's barf again. But... What's the deal with your own farts? Like, I don't you know, I don't know they are not acceptable. I do not share oh, you this. you not you do not like the smell no. of not own farts at all? not they stink. They are not sure if not saying mine do not but I I not It does not bug me. It does not make me want to, like, actually throw up or anything. Like, sometimes I'm I not mean, bit I, like...
2: I I like having kids now, i not so used to the not of shit and puke that I not just, I just care anymore. Like, i not yeah. not I yeah. still know you know I don't want to I don't want to get it on me but at the same time no. I mean I, I've had to clear up a lot of puke in my time yeah. I've had well, to clear up grown up puke because Mrs F can't handle her drink and will sometimes come home loaded she hasn't done it in a while one time she was sick all over the kids bedroom door all over the door
0: <laughs> man <laughs> you think like a janitor I <laughs> I, know. Just, like,
2: kids puking and pooping, I would like, I would, I would, the would lay way. the smack
0: down at that S- point personally and pooping. I would I would literally open a can of whoop ass at that point. No, i she be just, like, I'm she, sorry. Uh, I like, we she have g- a pretty good relationship here, but <laughs> if you're going to do this again, you fucking, you better go somewhere with that because. i have
2: just, she, she's a, she's kind of cute when she's drunk. You know what I mean? I mean, she just oh, kind yeah. of does all this little sort of cute. She's like, I was sick on the door.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, out. But, yeah, but still. <laughs> I'd be like, like, okay, oh, you know what? You silly, Billy. No, oh, you're so silly, but if you ever <laughs> fucking do that again. <laughs> Trust me, your head's gonna be like through that door as well. Like, it's not the sick first time. So Do you want to hear the
2: the two other occasions, Mrs. F? The two occasions Mrs. F has been sick. Is in she public. okay? With are you they are they cute?
0: This. Are they as cute as the the door one? Or they're they're, they're cuter? All right, all right, okay, fine. Hit
2: Here, here's one of my favorites. She was <laughs> she she drinks champagne very quickly. This is her
0: problem. Oh she doesn't God. drink often,
2: so right. she goes to this work function. This we're living in Wimbledon at the time, and she calls for me from the station. She's like, mm, pick me up. Mm. And pick me up. I'm like, okay, she's fucking hammered. I'll walk down to the station and and pick her up. So I go down to get her, and she's just leaning on a wall outside the station. She's been sick all down her front. Okay, oh. and she got a she still got everything on, like she's got a coat on, a work bag, and everything. But it's just like it's almost like she was coming home from work, and someone just got a bucket of puke and just went blam right in her face. Wow. So I was like, this is not a good look. Uh, this was oh, this God. was years
0: ago. This is like I, I'm picturing your wife ago. as like the girl from the IT crowd. You know, The one <laughs> yes. she always seems to find herself into these like pukey situations, yeah. or like you know, she's wearing like a trench coat, a work trench coat that like a lady would wear, but yeah, yeah, just has it, it was or, exactly
2: like, that kind of coat,
0: runny makeup. And so, I, I had shit to practically carry
2: her home, it's like a half mile walk, and I'm just walking. and She's just she can barely walk, right? We get home, I have to get her undressed, I have to clear the sick out of her hair, and everything she crashes, and she's fine. She's like, Oh, thanks for looking after me, I'm like, no problem. So, we go out another time, maybe a couple of years later, and we coming home on the on the train from Waterloo down to Richmond. And she's like, I need to be sick. And we're like, there's no toilets on this train. So I said, well, you're going to have to be sick in the... the- Joiny bit between the two carriages where you can open the door.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, good shout, though. That's a good shout. <laughs> That's
2: the best spot. So she goes in there. That's not
0: the best Man. spot, is it? Because everyone has to get off on there's that. No, so no, no. They don't have sick bags on a train, but they no. still have them on a plane. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you a, can still get motion sickness on a train, I, I right? Didn't, I didn't,
1: didn't anyone have like a backpack or something she could be no, sick of? Like no, it was just or, me and her. It just me and her. So
2: she, she's being sick in the joining bit between these two cars. And there's this older businessman sat there. And he's appalled at what he sees. Rightly, yeah, appalled. And he's just glaring at us. And because we're both drunk, I'm like, what the fuck are you looking what? at? The fuck are you. Looking was at? it Jeremy Corbyn?
0: And was he sitting on the ground <laughs> no, when it was
2: happening? No. This was an empty train. It was like 11 o'clock at night. It was like at midweek. Oh, right. Okay. She drank too much champagne again. She's sick in the, the joining between two carriages. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, my, Man. She hasn't done it in years, but it was her God. thing for a while. Like, she'd say, I'm going out for work too. I was like, Shall I prepare the plastic sheets, Your Majesty, for when you get I home? Mean, first of all,
1: like, you know, your idea of a short period of time, it's like it's almost like. You know, you said, "Oh, there was this other time," as if it was going to be a couple of weeks later. And you said, "A couple of years." Yeah, later. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not—I mean—a bi um Oh, it's,
2: it hasn't happened in like a decade. Okay, so oh, it hasn't actually, no way. Wait, wait there was the, the, the time she was sick on the kids' door was more recently than that. That might oh, have been right. six years ago. I was
1: when well, I was—I um, I had a okay. I used to be sick all the time when I was a kid, and and you, you know, strike really me classic, as the type I actually. Do. I would—I oh, would. My dad would always not be, like, quite a bubble over. boy, but
0: like pretty close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and we we would go to my nanas and I'd be like, you know, Sick. oh, I'm uh, not not very good. And I, so I would puke in the car all the time and I'd yeah. puke out the window and I they'd have to pull over and I'd puke, puke. I'd be puking all the time. <laughs> oh right? I was I was I was I was a puker. He's a puker.
2: <laughs> He's
1: a puker. And I was on holiday with my um friend from school and we were we were going we went skiing and it was nice. I went with her family. Uh I had a bit of a crush on her, but this this is another it's another story for another time.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So you did the dance of your people and puked on her to show show your love. This is
1: our greeting traditionally. This is <laughs> now we're recording. I think we both puked on each other at various points in this friendship, but nice. this was the time when we went out for a meal, a, a nice meal on the last day of a skiing holiday. Yeah. And for some reason, somebody, probably me, like a fucking idiot, ordered some seafood platter oh, or whatever yeah, at course. this nice restaurant. Yeah. Of course, the nice restaurant was in the Alps. Right. And I think the last place you should order seafood is the Alps.
0: On a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: Not a good idea. Yeah. I mean, you so,
0: basically, if you're eating seafood, you want to be eating it on a pier, out of a <laughs> newspaper, where you're sure the fish just came out of the water. and it was. You like- want
2: the, the fisherman to, to serve it from a line. Yeah. yeah. He literally serves it by moving the fishing rod over. You unhook the fish, and yeah. that's the fish. Yeah, right there. That's it.
1: That's- so... Yeah, the, the the morning after we were obviously on this sort of taxi bus thing back down the mountain and it's, you know, winding on these roads because the, the mountain roads, they just wind back and forth and it's like super jolting anyway. And, and also like you've got this terrible vertigo from like looking over the edge because these, these these roads down the mountains, are just, you could just see death. You know, if, if that bus goes over, yeah. it's, oh, it's just going to roll yeah, and roll and roll forever and you're going to die. It's terrifying. Um and so, you know, I was just getting more and more, more bad. And like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be sick here. What are we going to do? And so. And then she was uh, sick I think, as well. I
0: think and the barf's I think combined. her
1: mum emptied out her handbag, which was the only thing she had with her. Oh. Whatever. And I was just fucking puking in this handbag. Oh. And it, it wasn't like, it wasn't the handbag that the problem was I was puking in this handbag and it was like, it was not watertight. And so the puke was just like running all down to oh. my legs and the cold oh car God. was just like, and, and
0: and this girl that you had a crush on, was she barfing as well? She had like she had the same disposition as you, just like very barfy and you were you were sharing the handbag, doing you know, you did a barf, then she would do a barf and that and stuff would be like that. my dream, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That could be like the plot for Deuce Bigelow four, right? Yeah. You you end up with <laughs> a really barfy girl that is undateable, but she becomes dateable for you because you're equally barfy and you could you yeah. barf together. And Standy Jesus yeah. barfing. Yeah,
2: that is a that is a in Deuce the Alps, Bigelow. In the Alps. Movie.
0: Deuce Bigelow for Barfing in the Alps. Yes.
2: Yeah, so the producer comes in pitching it to the studio. Okay, guys, here's the pitch. Alright. Deuce Bigelow. We got
0: this guy, okay? He's he, he's he's like a bubble boy, but he's out, okay? He's say he's out of the bubble and he's barfing everywhere. <laughs> <Non-stop,
2: okay? laughs> he's I like it, I it like it. so the, real far. World.
0: <laughs> the bubble demographic has been
2: untouched by Hollywood. Let's try and get that bubble demographic. <laughs>
0: oh my god maybe like maybe this could be uh like a plot line for bodega as well maybe he could well, visit uh, a, a barfy planet
2: bodega you know? part dos has already been written of course oh, really yeah, yeah uh, of course, are we yeah. are are we going to be the, the adventures of bodega it's up to you all it would man, grace man honestly presence. if honestly. you turned
0: up here every week with the new bodega that's i would intention. die a happy man
2: that's the intention i i, oh. I, I, I all I've right been
0: should we planning. save it for later though it's up to
2: you guys i don't mind okay we can talk about it.
0: Okay, we'll talk for a bit and then we'll do a bodega. Okay. okay. We'll have our weekly slot for bodega. <laughs> okay,
2: bodega now, finally, time. Finally,
0: this podcast has taken shape, guys. Look, it we has. actually have like a bit of a format. We got bodega time. Sometimes <laughs> so, yeah, we, we talk have about 15 games. 15 to 20 minutes of either chat about poop or sick
1: yeah. at the start of <laughs> I want to just add, I want to add... <laughs> then we talk about the boring shit we've done in the week.
0: I want to <laughs> add that I have nothing to add on the barfing front because I'm quite proud to say my whole family are not barfy at all. Like That's good. very isolated moments of barfing due to like a sickness or a virus or whatever. But even my kids, not pukey in the slightest. That's very good. They poop every day, but they, they're, they're barely ever sick. Let's hear it. I mean, I think the only time my son was sick, <laughs> I to. like fully uh, growing up, like from being a toddler and stuff to now was right before he had uh, chicken pox. Like he broke out with chicken pox. You yeah. get a bit sick before. And he like barfed on the kitchen floor. But even then, it wasn't like that bad. Like we just cleaned it up. And then next morning he woke up and he had chickenpox all over him. And we were like, oh, oh God, well. it's the worst. That I, explains it sort of thing. And that was that. So chicken Chickenpox is one of those things
2: that it just makes me feel so fucking bad for the kids. Like there's no, they, they always get it when they're really little. Yeah. Like my, young, my eldest had it twice because the first time she had it, she had it very mildly. And right. the second time she got it, it was kind of bad. But my youngest had it. It was it was awful. Like, her, she was just, it was like a texture. Like, it was like there had been an error in the graphical <laughs> renderer for her body. Yeah. And instead of being skin colored, she was just bumps. Yeah. So it's like the it's, texture and was just. You know, just bumps. The, the really
0: gross thing about chickenpox is that they're contagious when you scratch the, the sore. Oh, really? And it pops and the pus is like infected. And that's where when it's contagious. And that, uh. to me, just makes it even more gross yeah, than it that's already even is even grosser that's disgusting like thinking about that so that's why they say not to scratch because um you know you get it in under your fingers and stuff and oh. and whatever your fingernails and shit and it's all infected and that's how it spreads around everywhere so it's like, really
2: it's really grim i mean it, kids have to have it because you don't want to get it when you're older yeah,
0: but yeah no so yeah it, it can be very serious when you're older like it, yeah it, you, can. it can kill you really do you want to get it when you're a kid yeah it's like some people i'm pretty sure the doesn't. <laughs> cause it to spread. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is. I, I, think it's like, part, I think when you
1: scratch it, it makes it worse, like the, the sores themselves. No, but no, I think look it up! Yeah, once you've
2: got look it... Look it up for real! Like That's fucking, how it spreads! No, it's like an airborne virus. Uh, chickenpox is an airborne disease which spreads easily through the coughs and sneezes of an infected person. Yeah, once you've got it, it's you'll, you'll just get lesions depending on Those how, with shingles may oh, spread chickenpox to those who are not immune through contact with blisters. There you oh, go. Maybe that's what I'm thinking then. So if you have a kid, if you have shingles and you're around small kids and you've been scratching your face like an idiot, then uh, you can get all the kids chicken poxed up. Small
0: itchy there you go. blisters. Symptoms usually last five to ten days. Complications yeah. may occasionally include pneumonia and inflammation of the brain. Oh, God. Man, I mean, this is some serious shit. Yeah. You do not want to be getting this. Geez.
1: No, it's dangerous to get it as an adult. Very dangerous. This is why they have these chicken pox parties. I was taken to a chicken pox party when I was a kid. Right. With loads of kids who had chicken pox to get it. And I got it when I was young because I was like a quite. I was like a bubble boy. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't very well. <laughs> no. Um, with You're various very things. Unwell. And they were like, yeah. well, it, we'd rather he had it now when he's not got anything. They were like, he's looking great. Look at him. He's all happy and smiling. Do you know what? He, do you know what it's a good time for? <laughs> Give him the pox. us
2: uh, <laughs> get him chicken <laughs> right
0: now. Pardon me. Speaking of chicken pox, oh, do you hear that? It's explosive. Yeah. Yeah. That oh my was God. one of those. That was a real dad sneeze, wasn't it? Sorry about that. I think
2: everyone now has chicken pox
0: who was listening. Yeah. Well, I'm missing a wall in my garage now as well. So. Oh,
2: Jesus gonna let in that egg farm smell no i
0: got the windows open the egg smell is um is is dissipating now it just smells nice and fresh it's probably something
2: moldering under the garage somewhere or in a wall somewhere i some...
0: have a we have a condenser dryer in here oh uh, yeah which, they'll um, make a stink you know which make a stink. Y- it extracts the moisture from the clothes and yep. stores it in a little plastic thing and that's probably where the egg smell comes from nice yep could be my butt as well though right <laughs> <laughs> The old egg, butt. yeah, could be man. So, like, recently I've been playing a lot of WoW. Um, uh, I'm not going to talk too whoa. much about WoW, uh, but I've been streaming a lot of WoW as well. And I've been sitting in here for a long time playing WoW, and maybe my sweaty butt is um, causing my chair to stink a little bit as well. Right. You, you, you know, so. when I when I started playing <laughs> for fuck's WoW, sake, God. Yeah. that
2: was that that thing about poop socking. That was the first yeah. time I'd ever heard of poop socking. Right? Did that come about from a specific anecdote? That someone pooped in a sock or was it just something? Oh, yeah. something it, was that someone a, it was
0: always a it was like a it's one of those typical sort of goon stories that you can never tell if it's true or not. Yeah. But it's the mentality of somebody who is so engrossed in a video game that they couldn't possibly leave their desk for five minutes to go take a poop. So, you know, they just shit in a sock instead. I mean, I don't think anybody realistically has ever done that, but possibly. I mean, I knew a guy who um, needed to go poo really bad one time. We were at a skate park downtown. There was no toilets around. So he pooped in a bush and then wiped his ass with his socks and threw his socks away. So it's another poop sock related Story for you. As well. I, I think that's probably happened to a lot of people. I, I you would. Know, we've all so. been there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We've all been. Well, there. Maybe not all of us, but <laughs> there's lots of. Like, some look, of us have probably been. there It's
1: just you just have to deal with some of this stuff sometimes in your life, and mm. it, you just can't get away from it. You yeah. know. Yeah.
0: But yeah, poop socking is definitely. Well, uh, we used to, that that used to be the big joke in in Vanilla WoW when we used to play and raid. Yeah. And stuff.
2: But I'm just wondering if it's ever actually happened. Like, if it actually came around from a real thing.
0: Well. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe it was just like a. Maybe the story itself wasn't that interesting and then it just turned into like a legend, you know? Um, maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm, trying, to th- I'm <laughs> trying to think of an example of that happening.
2: There's an you article know, here on Tech Radar that says Blizzard discourages WoW poop-socking, <laughs> following the news of a Swedish gamer's collapse. This is yeah, not, well, a, not a new article. This it is would have to
0: happen in Sweden or Korea, right? <laughs> yeah, always Korea. Like, so I remember there's stories about people. Uh, in Korea playing too much Diablo in an internet cafe, not eating or sleeping, and then dying of like a heart attack.
2: Or then killing each other over some in yeah, game and, item. And, and, That's big. Um,
0: and one couple that used to play lots of wow at an internet cafe and they left their baby at home and the baby died. That was oh, a sad God. One too. I know. I mean like you normally associate that with like you know heroin users or whatever but yeah to have it associated with a video game is probably not Oy. the best but it happens people are crazy i guess so
1: you've moved on since then yeah <laughs>
0: we moved on we it took a little while to get over but that night we had a legendary drop in the raid so <laughs> once legion came out all <laughs> forgotten <laughs> That's terrible. People get really obsessed over really weird things, don't they? People like, have have you guys ever, well, I'm sure you guys have been to casinos before. Like we used to go to a casino nearby where like I grew up and stuff. It was like across the river in another province. So we could go there earlier than we'd be able to go in, in our own province. Because right. like the, the age restrictions are different. And it always struck me like how it was fun. It was a fun outing because like the way that we'd go to a casino is we'd be like, OK, I'm going to take like 40 bucks and uh, I'm just going to go and we're going to have fun time and we're going to gamble it all away. And if we win, cool. And if we lose, you know, we, we draw a line under it and we, we'll just go get like, you know, a milkshake and, and go home sort of thing. And it was really fun. And then we'd turn up to these places and there'd be people with, like, uh, a necklace with a credit card attached to it. And they'd just be feeding their card into these slot oh, machines and stuff. And they, they just look like zombies. Like, there's always these old women with, like, with like a breathing apparatus. And they'd just be sitting there, like, totally in the zone, just, like, chugging these quarter machines and stuff. It's bad, isn't it? Like I mean, if
2: it, honestly, I, I feel like the lack of logic in going to a casino which is in business, by the way, like they're not going bust. These places make money because the the games are designed so that they win. If you don't know that by now, after spending that much time, like do they not look around, look at the other people, the casino, and think, Jesus Christ, what a mess. What a garbage can group of people (laughs) here in this building. And I'm just joining them. Well, we went to Nice, right? Yeah. And two things about Nice. First of all, we went to the casino because we thought we'd have a look at it. We didn't spend yeah. any money there, but they had all these fruit machines lined up there. The the real, the slots, you know? Yeah. So the, they had these guys, all these locals playing there. When they needed to take a pee or they needed to get a drink, they put their car keys in the coin slot to say, this is my machine. Now that means that they are valuing their place on that machine more highly than access to their car. Like their car. Yeah. It's just, ah, fuck it. It's just a car Because they they
0: think it's going to pay out. and They're going to just be able to buy a new one anyway. Because I guess guess the the idea is that if you work the same machine long enough, the payout is going to be more than you've ever put in. But it's
2: still going to be 75% or whatever the legal requirement is. There's a sticker on the fucking machine that says, this machine will pay out at a rate of 73% of whatever you put in it. So why don't you just take £100, take 27 of those pounds, give them to... Charity and keep the 73. How about that? But if you want to get it, I guess money they away. do it
0: because it's fun, you know, like gets them out of the house. But it doesn't look fun. They get to like live on the the edge as well by like <laughs> the risking their car keys every yeah. time they have to exactly. go in the bathroom <laughs> stuff. But like, I mean, I mean, we're going to Vegas like in six weeks' time, right, right. Lewis? Do you do and, that? Yeah. Are you going to live
2: there for 10 years? No,
0: I am not. It's a holiday, I'm, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a bit of spending money with me. I and don't know
1: why we're going to Vegas. Okay, we're going to BlizzCon. Yeah. Right? And then afterwards, we're going to Vegas for like two
2: days. Awesome. And I don't
0: know why. Because it will be awesome. And I'd
2: fucking love to go to Vegas. I mean, Vegas yeah, I've is never great. Been.
0: I, we, I've been before. Have you never been, Sips? No. Uh, we meant to go like a couple of years ago, and then we just like decided to go somewhere else instead. Like, I've, I've always wanted to sort of go, but like, I'm not like...
1: Oh, well, if you've never been, I thought you'd be, I thought you went last year.
0: No, I didn't. Really? No, well, I, my my daughter was like a week old last year, so I didn't go. Ah,
1: uh, I didn't go either.
0: No, but I think I
1: think Terps and Duncan and Shin and Martin must have gone there. They did. But I yeah. don't know why they would want to. Why they're planning to go back? Maybe they had such a good time there. But I don't think maybe they, they saw gambling. that
0: movie, the The Hangover, and they thought, "I want to do that." Yeah, that's how I want to live my life. Me too. Yeah. They maybe th- they thought they'd meet Mike Tyson and stuff.
1: I don't know. Casinos, mm,
0: it's there's a weird thing, isn't it?
1: I feel like I feel like the slot machines all come from an age before video games. Yeah, you know that's what it feels like they were like really original the original slot machine where you pull the handle yeah, and Yeah but surely it spins they must the appeal wheels. to people
0: who who go down to like the bookies and stuff as well it's the the, mm. the 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 actual thrill of gambling you know you might you might win something but i guess it's different because with the bookies it's like you're taking a chance on something happening and i i guess with the slot machine it's the same but the volume that you play a slot machine is much more right
1: i th- i think they are predatory of the and this is p- bad to say i guess the poorer members of society. They certainly prey on like the church does the lower, lower sort of income families and lower classes because they, they, these people aren't as as educated necessarily and aware of this this stuff. Like, you know, if you, if you want to, if you want to gamble, there's lots of ways to do it. And the national lottery is no different. I think the national lottery is a real terrible tax on the poor of a country you know, there, there are much better systems, for example, premium bonds is a good system in a sense, because at least when you put your money into it, there's a chance you're going to win big, but you're going to have your money at the end in a savings account. Yeah. And, you know, that can then be put forward towards, you know, whatever you need it for. Yawn! You know, but-
0: I want to be a millionaire, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to, I want to be that guy who never goes to a casino Walks in and just through dumb fucking luck wins like a million. That's it. You know, the, the one time I decide to go in 10 years, I just luck out big time or not even a million. You know what? Like three grand or something. And I'd be like, you know what, guys, fucking I'm going to buy you all Playstations and then draw a line under it. That'd be great. You know, that'd, I mean, that'd be, that'd be you, a story, right? That'd be something fun to remember. Like, we went to Vegas, Sips won three grand, and he bought us all Xboxes. With yeah, but it. I mean,
1: what do you mean, one three grand? You have to put somebody down to do that. You know, if, if you're going to go to a casino every six months and you're going to put in 500... If I put okay. like
0: a, a dollar into a dollar slot and it was, you know, we were just passing by. I put a dollar in and I won like three grand... That'd be hilarious. I, I love that. That would be such a, a cool memory. But I think
1: I think the way it works, though, if you put in a dollar, that would be a one in 5,000 chance. If you put in a f- a f- five bucks, it would be in a, a one in
0: um, 1,000 chance. Yeah, so- but, but chances and, and everything, okay? Like, it, like aside, the stars and the moons align, and I, I'm just lucky as hell, and I, I put some money into a slot machine, and I win, and win money. That'd be great. I, I'd be, like, really happy. I'd be like, holy shit, this is amazing. And I wouldn't even do anything sensible with that money like i'd just be like let's just go to a strip club and and spend 3 grand <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know no you wouldn't be comfortable with that no what if because it might happen i mean we're going like 6 weeks time and like you know i'm thinking about it i'm thinking i i fancy my chances how about you instead
1: like you 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 say okay i've got i've won a million pounds on the slots There's there's commission.
0: Oh, if I won a million pounds, I'd be different. A series of Bodega live action. Oh, I wouldn't even. You know what I'd do? I'd buy a house in a neighborhood that I did not belong in. And I'd be really loud and obnoxious. And I'd buy a bunch of cars that I had no business driving. And I would rev them up in the driveway like all night and get kicked out of there. And that's, I would just troll my way through a million pounds easy. How would you get kicked out? Well, noise complaints and stuff. You know, this is like right. the,
2: that guy that was called the King of chaps. Yeah, yeah,
0: I would. Uh, that's me. I would. I would want to be that. He I would bought, want to do uh, that. I he, just think that he, that would be such a funny thing to do with money. That's <laughs> <Such laughs> your
2: ambition. Yeah. he won nine million pounds. He's lost it all, by the way. He's working. I think he works in a in a biscuit factory now, which is a really. It's a bit of a come down. That yeah. is. So he had nine million quid. I think his name was Michael something. He basically bought a country manor. And just bought a load of old bangers and would fuck up the land around the house having banger races and driving around crashing cars and demolition derbies and stuff. Yeah. And just spunked the money. Just literally spunked it all. And he was like, I got no regrets.
0: <laughs> the, no, the noise complaints and everything. He was in the paper, you know, he's on the front of the sun and stuff. You know, they him hated his, him. They, fucking, wife, hated they him. fucking hated him. They fucking hated him. Poor guy gets money. This is wrong. Yeah. He
2: should look, he's not he's not investing it wisely in a portfolio. He was like, Fuck you guys, I'm gonna. By stupid shit i'm gonna blow this money yeah. and i'm gonna piss you all off
0: yeah and now he's back at the cookie
2: factory back at the biscuit factory
1: that's totally the american sort of vegas dream though isn't it you, well you, you, yeah that's what vegas seems to be well i think in for.
0: vegas it's a bit different i think what you do is if you don't if you're not lucky in the slot machines or at the blackjack table or whatever you hope that robert redford turns up um with just a bed covered in money and fancies your wife and then you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. You can have like a, a one night with my wife for a million dollars or whatever. I would take that in a heartbeat. An indecent proposal, IRL. If
2: Robert Redford, I think is he still, he's still alive, right?
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: I, would, I don't think if, it's entirely your choice. Isn't it up to your wife? I,
2: I
0: don't. It is,
2: here's the thing we're married if she said to me i'm gonna fuck robert redford for a million quid and you don't have any say in it i'd feel like that was a bit more insulting whereas if she said to me what do you think i'd i'd at least have the option of saying i'm very uncomfortable with this yeah but you know it's nice to ask that that's a marriage isn't it otherwise what you're saying what if it was when you're you're married to
1: do something much sicker though like like, what if she, what, he wanted her to puke on well, him.
2: she, Well, he he wants her to be sick on Robert Redford. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'd be like, just give her some champers, Robert. It'll happen. Not in
0: <laughs> my Robert Redford fantasies. No way.
2: In yours, he wants he to... Does what if like he does not like What if Robert Redford wanted to shit in your wife's mouth? He's an old school romantic. <laughs>
0: He's an old school romantic, okay? He sidles up to you at the bar. Hey, your wife's got a real pretty mouth. Uh, he wouldn't do it in the mouth. He would just do it on her chest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love you, Robert. You're a great actor. Oh, Big fan man. of uh, your movies. Big fan.
0: Yeah,
1: really I love. Know. I think it's just, cowboy. It's too sinister.
0: I don't know. Do you, are you happy being a pimp? It's not. I'm not he a flexed. pimp. He it's not a pimp. Are you saying that Woody Harrelson was a pimp in Indecent Proposal? Like the guy lost a lot of money in Vegas, didn't really have. Uh, many prospects, except for being married to Demi Moore, so which is
2: kind of a know, prospect, I guess. Kinda, but she's like having a geology. In, in that degree. world,
0: she wasn't Demi Moore; she was just like Sandy Smith or whatever her name was. And in, indecent. So, <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> so she didn't even have like the street cred or anything, you know. So like,
2: I'm not. I'm not saying Mrs. F would have to ask me for permission, but it no. would be clear grounds for divorce if she just went behind my back and fucked Robert Redford. Million quid or no, but if she did it and then said to me. I had sex with Robert Redford last night. I'd be like, what? And then she'd say, but he gave me a million quid. I'd be like, what are we gonna spend this on? Because we're oh. gonna We're gonna let's hit Vegas, baby. I don't know though.
0: Like I think I think Robert Redford would go down in my estimation if that happened. Don't get me wrong, I'd be happy with a million dollars or whatever, but I would think, you know, Robert Redford, you fucking asshole. How could you? <laughs> How could you do me like this? I'd be disappointed. He has to pay for it. Would be what I'd be disappointed at. I'd be like, wow, maybe be like, right, you got to pay women. To have sex with them? Like, what happened to you, man? Like, you used to be... used to be a big guy. You used to be the, the big the big guy, and now, yeah. look. What, you what's and Paul Newman and Steve McQueen and... Oh, Steve McQueen,
2: Steve McQueen ain't greats. paying no woman for sex. He just pulls up in a sports car. Hell
0: yeah. Paul Newman maybe would have to pay now. He's pretty old. He's dead. How do you... First, like, sec, first thing,
1: right? Imagine you went to Vegas with your new, newfound million dollars, yeah. and there was a guy in a bar who was out down his luck with a really hot wife. Yeah. Oh, would
0: I, would I pay for it? Well, I think you got to be careful too, because I think the, I'm sure the mafia still operate heavily in Vegas. Um, Maybe not as sort of, apparent as they used to but i'm sure they still have a hand and i would be shit scared to win a lot of money in vegas because i would worry about getting killed in the desert you know what i I, here's here's
2: my thoughts about the mafia (laughs) don't worry about that sips i think if you think about it they, they must have had a shitload of money over the years right the mafia they made a shitload of money a little yeah they must have realized that actually running a little book on the side and maybe some girls down at louis bar that's not making the big bucks. Come in the two times. The, hey, the they, they always machine. come in they two times. Every Forget time. about it. What they got, to, what they do is actually they go. You know what? We got to invest our portfolio, Don, and we got to get some legitimate businesses.
0: Don, I'm thinking, I'm thinking premium bonds. You know what those are? You know they're, they're like a gamble. They can pay out big sometimes, but you know if they don't pay out big, you get your money back. It's a
2: real steady income, boss. I think it's uh, it's a good idea. Is it against the law? (laughs) Nah, nah, it's all above board. You'd love it.
0: All right, this is a new
2: direction for us, but let's give it a go. I've been meaning to divest my portfolio for some time now. Diversify, diversify, boss. You gotta diversify.
0: <laughs> oh fuck me, man! Why? How did the mafia become so funny? Like they, they were <laughs> it's true. They were terrifying. brutal in the '70s. I mean, yeah. really? Like they had the Iceman. Man. They had like Murder Inc. and stuff. Like, why? When did they become such a joke? Like, holy shit. Know. It's, I guess, Goodfellas and stuff, yeah, sort of.
2: I think they became... Like we don't hear about the mafia as being a problem now, no. so they're almost seen as like a part of the past, even though they're still a massive problem in, it, in Italy. They're still
0: huge in, in America. They're just oh, yeah. the, the problem with the mafia is that the mafia that we know that has been sort of uh, glamorized, if you like, um, from like the 70s and 80s. Yeah, they used to have free reign because um, law enforcement technology was not up to scratch, and it's the same with when cocaine started pouring into Miami in the 80s as well. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have the means to control it. They the government was so behind in controlling it, knowing what it was, knowing the impact and everything. And it was the same with the mafia operating. You know, they, they could get away with all this shit, extortion... Uh, You know, drug smuggling, weapon smuggling. I I mean, they were even like, you know, some of the big scores that they had off like international flights with gold on them and stuff like that shit would never happen nowadays. It's impossible, you know, with like, you've got like the CIA and the FBI and advanced like monitoring and and everything, you know, they, they can't get away with it, but they still operate like and they still make a lot of money and they they're still like really big but it's just super duper under the radar now
2: do you know do you know the other thing i think it is is a lot of the reason the mafia did so well in america was because after that wave of Italian immigrants in the nineteenth century, they brought a lot of that with them. That sort of that sort of omerta, and you don't talk to the police, and the mafia is like yeah, a thi- it was a, like part a it of was our, a code yeah yeah it's a part of our thing. Whereas nowadays, neighborhoods are not are a lot more diverse. I mean, that's It's the not thing. Like, like you have ten blocks that are all just Italian immigrants as much anymore uh, around New York. So it, I think a lot of the areas. And the people, the older people who would have kept that shit secret and sort of, you know, they, if they had a problem, they'd go to the local don or whatever. That's gone yeah. now. That doesn't happen No, that's so much.
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen so much now. Like, um... I guess The Sopranos was sort of like, yeah, if you yeah. watch that series, it's a fictional series, but it probably it probably does highlight the fact that, you know, the way that they operated changed a lot as law enforcement started to really catch up with them right, and, right. and the old ways and, and the old codes started dying out and stuff as well, you know, like, and I think like a lot of people that have flipped in the mafia and, and become witnesses and informants and stuff like that and wanting to leave the life sort of said that really drugs... Ended it all for them. Like, when drugs started to become really big, you know, like, Nixon and Reagan and stuff started, like, the war on drugs and, and all this stuff, uh, it, it got out of control. The code, they, they couldn't follow the code anymore. Half the guys were, were just, like, doing drugs and they didn't give shit anymore and stuff. And it, and it, it sort of wrecked it for them yeah. for a time. but. I, th- I think they still do pretty well.
2: Also, I mean, the, the whole tax thing, that was pretty much the way they get busted. Like they found a way to bust them. Yeah. Like you just prove income and then you've got them on tax evasion and then the whole thing opens up. And yeah.
0: uh, what, what was the Was it the RICO? Uh... RICO, yeah. The RICO Act, I think, started like all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they, they caught a lot of like really big guys... Off of that, didn't they? Like, yeah. um, what's his face went down. Uh, it was a John Gotti. Like, they got him on that, or was it? Was it a bunch of I'd other probably. stuff? I, they probably started there, and then they probably opened up a lot of stuff because um, what's his face um, flipped, and and then. Testified against him too um, Sammy Gravano Remember that guy? No The Bull Sammy the Bull Sammy the Bull Yeah he was like He was like the famous Sort of like Mafia Informer Witness Flipper Guy um, That brought down The whole uh, The whole thing man I love all of that
1: So much Me like too The nicknames And like Yeah The it's attitude
0: like the, the older stuff Is is very interesting to read um, Because there's just So much information about it You know like and, and there's been So many movies made about it And books And everything But I read a book, um, I can't remember the name of it now, but it was about I think he was part of the Gambino family. and he was like he, he it was kind of like Iceman. Do you guys ever see the movie Iceman? No, it was a. it was about that guy. He was like, um, he started working for the for the mafia as as a hitman. And he was like, but hes he was still trying to, like, hold down this family life. He had two kids, a wife, lived in the suburbs and stuff. And every day he'd just go out. And, you know, he'd fucking kill people, whoever. He chummed up with, a, with this guy who was in, like, refrigeration. And, oh, Jesus. And then this guy would, would help, you know, sort of, like, keep the bodies and hold them. But in the end, they caught him. They caught up with him and arrested him. And he testified to something crazy, like 300 murders or something. Like, he's killed Whoa. so many people. It's insane. But there was this other guy. And so the book was written by his son. Uh, who was growing up and not realizing that his dad, what his dad did. And he just had like all these sort of like memories of things that his dad would do, but he never really linked them to anything at the time because he was a kid. But it was really interesting as he got older, he started to sort of realize God. What, what was going on. And then, of course, when he was much older, he almost started like becoming a little bit involved. But by then his dad had been arrested and, you know, a lot of things had changed or whatever. And he sort of went off on a bender, you know, like he he lived his life through his dad's name and did all this shitty stuff and then realized that like it wasn't the life for him. And then he turned it all around and stuff. Wow. It's really interesting, actually. Really good book. I wish I remember the name of it. I can I, I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it. It's really good. When though. you're a
1: dad, you've got a, you end up having to pick your kid up all the time, bring him around, he's in the backseat. Yeah. You know, you're you're like you're on a hit with like, you know, refrigeration Charlie or whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, the like, but
0: Like he like one of his memories was that his dad went through shoes. Like he needed a new pair of shoes every week. And the reason was because he was responsible for going around and collecting like the like the extortion rackets and he would literally pace up and down blocks and blocks and blocks of new york city every single day collecting and he would just wear out his shoes. Oh my god. And so and and his kid was like, "Fuck dad, how do you go through shoes like so quickly? Like they would just be completely worn out like Don't after a week or whatever." Don't ask too many questions, Julia. Yeah, It's crazy, is that, eh? Is that because he was wearing
1: like smart shoes, yeah, like yeah. dress shoes? And he would just brother, be like, yeah. practical shoes, yeah. right? I see. And they would just
0: completely wear down just from walking up and Doing collections and stuff i just thought that was such a weird thing to remember i but. thought
1: it would be like kicking in doors or yeah like i thought they'd be blood on them or, or some or shit like, yeah yeah yeah
0: possibly some of that as well yeah but um yeah they lived at like i think they just lived this like typical suburban life out in new jersey or whatever and his dad would go off to work and just thought he was like in in some as some sort of businessman or whatever and he had all these uncles that weren't really uncles that would come over from time to time and you know, a lot of hush hush conversations in the basement in the garage, but like never thought anything of it. And then, you know, just as he was older, he started piecing it together. And he's like, fuck, my dad was just like this massive hitman for the mafia. And Man, So when my kids are older and they realize that I've also been doing that stuff as well, it's going to be weird. I hope they write a book and make some money off me as well. They're
1: like dad had to keep going out to the garage. It always like smelled really strongly of eggs he in was, there. It was
0: always smelled like eggs. But now come to think of it, maybe the smell was dead bodies. Maybe he was running a secret chicken factory. Sometimes, oh, no, sometimes I would walk out there and... He would look like he hadn't showered in days, and he'd be <laughs> sweating, and he'd always be on his computer. And I can't remember what he was doing on there, but I seem to remember a man with green eyes and horns. There was this big pile of socks a, by the computer. I just remember a mountain of empty pizza boxes too. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not not as glamorous as being a mafia hitman, is it? Like. Not quite. No. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's uh it's I, I love all that. Like the history of the mafia and stuff. I, I went through like a not like a phase, but I, I just I just became very interested in it after watching a couple of movies and stuff. And I, I did just did a lot of reading. I got a whole bunch of books like about, you know, some of like the older families and stuff like that. It's it's good reading, actually. It's very interesting. It, but I mean again, it was a totally different time. They got away yeah. with a lot of the stuff they got away with because basically law enforcement was just not ready for it, you know, yeah. organized crime. They had no it's way. It's like of...
1: today with wall street, you know, we just can't police that from the fraud that's going on. Yeah. Um, anyway.
0: Good. Thanks.
1: <laughs> so I was thinking earlier, you know, that indecent proposal chain, I was thinking like, yeah, imagine, so imagine you like SIPs or P like you do the indecent proposal, then you get like a token for an indecent proposal with someone else. And then they can use that token, for another indecent proposal. So rather than getting paid a million dollars for it, yeah, you instead get... Uh, that, that. Okay, I'm basically, I'm now thinking of like... Okay, this isn't
0: it. I'm thinking of swinging. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you are. Right, okay, yeah. Flax, let uh, me put this to you. Robert Redford yeah. is one thing, right? What if the indecent proposal came from none other than lewis brinley what would you say <laughs> no <laughs> i i, I know slightly him. I to hang out it's with the him. same amount of money though no no it's the robert same redford amount of
2: money just a, like he could just be an imaginary character for all i know i'm not gonna bump into robert redford all the time i have to work with but
1: what if you meet him and he's really s- weird and slimy yeah. and horrible? i don't those.
2: have to i don't have to sleep
1: what with him? if
0: you met up with robert redford and he just ran a youtube channel as well like he just, <laughs> like, one thing led to another he's like yeah i just do youtube <laughs> but
1: do you have like this list of whatever it is like a lot of people have like a Well, this classic like idea of a freebie list or whatever it's called or what's what's it called where you can you can have a can have an affair with like certain people if they're on this list.
2: Well, I mean, no, but I mean, it it would have to be on a case by case basis, I think would be the
0: safest way to do it
2: because otherwise you're going to be constantly amending the list. Posting the amendments to the uh, fridge. The, the fridge.
0: Yeah, you might be cha- you might change your mind a couple of times as yeah, well.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So you come in one morning, someone scratched off. What? What happened? Oh, I hated their last movie, so they're off the list.
0: Yeah, they're off. But the I've list. added I've added uh, carrot top to it now. Exactly. It's like whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> What? <laughs> you know what? Yesterday carrot top was okay, but we just went to see a movie with carrot top in it, and reminded me of how obnoxious and annoying carrot top actually is. What? And I want him off the list. You cut like what you happens cut out in that badly. case? <laughs> <laughs>
1: we didn't hear a word no. of that. I'm sorry Sips. did so, I cut out you, sorry yeah. completely cut it's out okay. yeah
0: we'll just listen to it back in the editing and then yeah we'll, you know. we'll just that. agree
1: and nod like yeah mm. just put, put in
0: some genuine laughter instead <laughs> of like the awkward we didn't hear you laughter just like cut it in and it'll be fine you know gentlemen yeah it's time it is Bo- bodega all right okay l- let me get comfortable hang okay. on a second we've exhausted all other okay I gotta put my feet up and I have to recline a bit on my okay. chair and close my eyes okay. as well
2: bodega Part dos. Oh. A, a grey canopy of fog gave way to the brilliant Scurlian Dawn. Four suns <laughs> rising as one, reminding Bodega of the time he almost got run over by a recreational hover vehicle on Plato's 4. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he, he slipped his sunglasses into position over his eyes- You're like
0: Metson 2.0, I'm serious. It's crazy.
2: And squinted down the sights of his LAS gun back towards his Gretham stealth insertion shuttle. Nobody mooching about nearby, so he felt secure enough in his position. With the sun at his back, he'd learnt this trick in sniper school where he'd finished top of his class and all the other classes in the history of that sniper school and all other sniper schools. He settled into the loose soil of his hilltop vantage point and checked the Lazgun pivot bipod once more. The action was as smooth as a slim hound's udder. With the pivot bipod deployed, he'd be able to wreak a terrible revenge on the bastard smugglers down in the valley. There they were now, drinking cups of synth tea and smoking their star vapes. <laughs> Vaping had been outlawed by the Evil Federation director, Krem Slumdump. But those cabron <laughs> But those cabrones obviously felt the law didn't extend to them. Bodega laughed to himself. Hell, he loved a good vape too. Bodega wanted to vape really, really badly, but it might give away his position <laughs> since he was using an advanced mega vape capable of blanketing a small moon in delicious vape smoke. <laughs> Enough about vaping, thought Bodega. <laughs>
0: <laughs> vaping. Hang on a second. <laughs> I love the vaping tangent. Oh, this is, Bodega. It's got a
1: little bit of, um, got, sort of Mary Sue character it's, going it's on Bodega.
2: here. It's Bodega. No, Mary Sue character is a character who inexplicably enters uh, an established set of characters and the established characters love that character and that character is insanely competent and uh, beloved by all. That would be Wesley Crusher in Star Trek would be a prime example. Mary Sue is um, oh.
1: the, the 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 character who's inserted by the author as a wish fulfillment. So it's like Hermione is JK Rowling and um, Bella Swan in Twilight and the people who the author puts them in and I'm not so sure. loves them. They're perfect. They're seemingly like...
2: There's a lot more to it than that. This, this is All more right. Wesley like... Crusher, I, I, I Wesley Crusher, explain Wesley Crusher.
1: Yeah, what... I guess just when I see a mirror of period flax in the story, that's what I think of as a no, very No,
2: Lots of people vape, Lewis, and as it happens, Bodega happens to use a mega vape capable of blanketing a small moon delicious vape smoke. I'm uh, delighted to hear
0: that it. That sounds very antisocial, though. I mean, what if the whole moon doesn't want to vape you know enough a about vaping
2: will. thought bodega the smugglers were gathered around a collection of small remote controlled vehicles through the vision scope attachment of his lasgun bodega could practically smell the scum from here whatever they planned to do with those rc vehicles it was going to be related somehow to their smuggling activities and it was surely going to be a thing a bastard would do he'd done research on these bastards before he'd taken the mission their <laughs> list of crimes was so long he'd had to take a couple of extra days off just to read through it and get really really angry bodega <laughs> liked getting really 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 angry. <laughs> it focused his mind, made him sharp, so sharp he'd come up with the idea for the pivot bipod while he was taking a crap. <laughs> Bodega's famous LAS gun, known throughout the galaxy as the best of the best of the best in terms of LAS guns and one of a kind, was capable of a sustained beam which in turn was capable of penetrating the hull of any ship he'd ever shot it at, which was a lot of ships. By definition, a human being in their stupid remote control vehicles was going to be no match, no match at all. He grinned, he being Bodega, and checked the pivot bipod action once more. Smoother than a hit from his mega vape. No! No vaping thought Bodega firmly. Man. Down in the valley, the bastard scum smugglers were laughing and joking and starting to fart around with their RC vehicles. There were ten of them. Their hover vehicles parked up in a semicircle. They sure didn't dress like smugglers, the clever bastards. Most of them had glasses on, which was weird, because anybody with a hundred skrells could get eye surgery or an implant or something. Maybe it was part of their disguise. Maybe they weren't very good at smuggling and were a bit hard up when it came to cash? Bodega gave it some thought. He couldn't come up with anything. Ah well, five minutes till their personal doomsday anyway. What was he, an optician? Bodega checked the action once more on the pivot bipod and instantly thought about vaping. Farve it, he thought, and pulled out his mega vape. He took one huge tug and exhaled. <laughs> Regretting it instantly, the smugglers all looked up towards the 50 meter cubed cloud of vape billowing off the hilltop. One of them fired up an <laughs> One of them fired up an RC drone and busted straight at Bodega. As it neared him he tensed every muscle in his body, letting out a small fire as he did so not out of fear <laughs> but as a precaution a fart in combat is no joke it can really put you off but the drone didn't open fire. It hovered nearby and a small reedy voice emitted from a speaker on the front. Hello, are you the park ranger? We have a permit to fly our drones as long as it's not a Sunday. Furthermore, of this! His position revealed in his cover blown, Bodega started putting some serious heat downrange. Target one was the Pendejo controlling this thing. The famous lasgun of Bodega did his dreadful business and superheated every molecule of water in that dude's body as he exploded into a trillion fiery fragments. Now it's time for the pivot bipod to do its work. No need to take his finger off the trigger. Bodega simply played the lasgun around the smugglers meeting point like an old man watering some plants. A drop of water for the Grubles, a dash for the clear forths, a good soaking for the needy jup-jup tree. Although in Bodega's case, this translated into three more smugglers shrieking in agony as they were sliced into bits by the lasgun. Oh man. Oh shit. He took a quick squiz down the sights and noticed that many of the smugglers were crawling around and shrieking. Some had curled up into balls and were crying and some were more desperately trying to run for cover. All of them paid the ultimate price for smuggling, which was death by Bodega. Job done. He packed up and headed back towards the Gretham. As he got closer, he noticed a group of men off to the south, close enough to hear their conversation. They wore black stealth suits and each carried a large-bore Omni rifle. Hmm. Hunting season started earlier this year. Bodega gave a cheery wave and a thumbs up. The men looked bemused for a moment before waving back. Bodega climbed into the Gretham and blammed into orbit onto his next mission. <laughs> the End <laughs> Wait, what were they smuggling, though? Oh, Tips, you didn't get it. They were just flying their drones in the forest. That was it. Yes, he killed the wrong people, and then he bumped into the smugglers on the way home.
0: Oh I shit! I thought it was
2: obvious. Should I make it more obvious? It was very obvious. No, you P-flex. know what?
0: It was pretty obvious. I but I stopped paying attention because I was thinking really hard about <laughs> what they were smuggling. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to decipher I was like the thinking it because I was like I was so the whole time I'm visualizing right I'm trying to think about what these guys are smuggling I, I realize now that they weren't smuggling and then <laughs> you know he passed them but I, the whole time I can't get out of my mind how much this reminds me of Gentleman Broncos you know like the, the sci-fi part of Gentleman Broncos yeah, also yeah. it East reminds farms. me a lot of Better Call Saul you know when Mike is out in the desert and I he's haven't like, watched it oh sorry uh, that's not Sorry. a spoiler anyway. No, no, Mike goes it's not into a the spoiler, desert. No. Mike is at in a desert. Point. That's not
2: a surprise. And he's
0: got a sniper rifle and stuff as well. And it re- really reminded me of that that part of Better Call Soul too. Man,
2: Bodega's just, really good. The,
0: <laughs> honestly, P Flex,
1: that was magnificent. <laughs> I was totally gri- I was on the edge of my seat. Oh, awesome. I feel I like
0: it. I feel like if they made a movie of Bodega, they have to use it has to be like a B movie. With oh, Absolutely. Those like costumes and effects and and like the really janky dialogue and stuff like that like it it would be perfect yeah yeah shit that would be so good i love that we have a segment for homebrew sci-fi on this podcast oh i love a bit of sci-fi it's just so good like it's what a what a master stroke holy shit that was really good
1: man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i could take some time to write a bodega okay
0: but don't you can't be bodega though okay if you're gonna write a homebrew it has to be a different setting. No, okay? no, I,
2: I am happy. I am happy for Bodega stuff to be... I want I want people to add to the canon of Bodega. Like Bodega
0: in time sort of thing. Yeah. Or some
2: homebrew my, Bodega. My only concern bodega is in a per- Wild perhaps, West setting would be Perhaps cool. people aren't aware of Bodega's full character yet. I don't know if, if I've written enough for, for the true Bodega. Like, I think I'm, I'm getting an idea of what he's like. Add to it, people. Write your own stuff.
0: You can do, like, the Bodega prequels, Lewis. You know, like, his time spent on, like... Young Bodega. Colomar 5 during, like, the Clone Wars or whatever, you know? yeah and, and and it's and the strife you know yeah. maybe he was married at the time you know and he lost his wife the great and that's what vaping. set him up to become the, like the zizian revolution
1: hunter. uh yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah where do you get these names from yeah the, the
0: job job tree like <laughs> those these. are those like are that. the most like impressive. imagery watering yeah. the needy the, job, the job job needy tree. job job tree
2: yeah, I don't know. I wrote that this morning. That
0: was magnificent. I like the las beam too. I like uh, I like how it sort of microwaves the body. <laughs> I, I just
2: and... like the idea that he just holds down the trigger, and it's just this continuous. Like the, I don't yeah. know why I find it funny the idea of someone just <laughs> blasting it's a gonna laser. going to make the
0: sound of like those yeah. old <laughs> guns that when like you're a that, kid. just
2: like zapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really uh, stupid noise. His yeah. gun makes a really stupid
0: high pitched. <laughs> yeah, that would I like. that Oh my god! So anyway, there we go. Bodega Part 2. Does that mean that next week we can uh, look forward to Bodega Part 3? Part tres. See? Si. Part... Oh, it's fantastic. Okay, great. And then, Lewis, in the meantime, you're going to start... There's no promises. The, the Chronicles of Bodega, the prequel. And then, I'll have a um, go eventually i guess i'm gonna to have to do something as well i mean i'd like we'll i'd
2: like to know more about bodega like the universe go young nuts. Bodega. as long as it's got a stupid name it's in but i want to know about who gives bodega his mission who told him to go and get those smugglers
0: bodega origins
2: that yeah good
0: yeah you know bodega i mean we know he we went child. to sniper
2: school and finished top of that class yeah
0: or maybe he's just self-taught you know maybe, maybe. maybe he hooked up with like an old space ranger who was just really good maybe like, taught him all the who tricks knows? he only attended sniper school for like
1: a week though because he already was like super
0: bad yeah he went to sniper school after the space ranger taught him all the tricks of the trade his teacher was so jealous that he kicked him out of he
2: just wanted the official qualification because it's hard to get work otherwise just paperwork just yeah i mean think how much the the bureaucracy is going to be in the galaxy like it's a huge amount of bureaucracy
0: yeah that's it well yeah because that's the thing bureaucracy just like becomes like 10 times worse in the future right like oh awful adding space stations into the mix and, and other people need to
2: justify their existence if, it, if everything was done by computer what do you do all day you need bureaucrats that's, that's it that's uh that's how people you know pay their space bills that's, that's where right. does bodega live
1: does he live in a kind of grimy minority report style apartment or does no, he live in it's like, like, like a... the
0: millennium falcon
1: but yeah, it's like he's, a, he's oh. mobile yeah he's he's got like a oh, he's okay. like a hand solo kind of
2: isn't he He's got a couple of apartments on a couple of planets. I'm sure it's like a space Winnebago. He's more of a he's more of a safe house having kind of guy, not a regular. Bodega can't afford to have a house. It's like
0: a Blade Runner. I see he drifts.
2: Yeah, he he has safe houses littered all over the place. You know he's going to have seedy motel rooms. Oh, Yeah, exactly. He's going to know people all over the sector with guns hidden in the toilet. Like the Punisher. Just like the Punisher.
0: You open the fridge and there's just like nothing in there except for like one pint of moldy old milk. Yeah, and then but you can you can actually like open the fridge again, and that's there's a big store of guns back there. Yeah, you know, like you open the inside of the fridge, and that's yeah. where he hides the guns.
2: And behind the guns, actual fresh milk, just in case. Just in case, oh. yeah.
0: No, it's uh, it's UHT. <laughs> just UHT in case milk. someone next door needs some milk or something. <laughs> yeah, that keeps
1: his cover. You know, yeah.
2: you know what? One of the one of the common tropes you see in action movies is that the hero, they'll everyone they'll be somewhere like ridiculously hot. And everyone will be like drinking water and someone will say, do you want someone he will be like, no, I'm okay. You know, you're hungry? No. I'm thinking, keep your fucking energy levels up. Stay hydrated, you idiot. Like what hero doesn't yeah, yeah. drink and eat? It's really important. How are you going to fight without drinking? And eating? It's not about being tough. Tough people eat. Look at fucking Michael Phelps. He eats a billion yeah. pizzas a day. He doesn't go. Oh my ah, God, no that God. The
0: stuff that guy eats is crazy. Right. I was watching this like documentary on him and he, he eats like five plates of pasta for lunch. It's yeah. insane. Like uh, mountains as well. Like he just eats so much, but I guess he burns it all off. Like winning medals left, right, and center and stuff. So it's insane. It's crazy. Uh, Like I couldn't believe. Oh, so sorry if I'm a bit slow this week. So
1: I just I feel like I've had all of my energy sucked out by the Civilization Five game we had. Yeah. So Civil Six. We have actually got, we're actually, getting preview copies sent to us. Hey,
0: can you get me one? I'll join in for a game of that. I want to try Civ Six. Well, we don't know whether we're, the
1: build that we're going to get is multiplayer, and I very much doubt it. In fact, oh, I think right, the
0: earliest okay. build we're going gonna We'll find out next week. But I
1: think the early release build we're going to get is single player, uh, likely single player, in, cause that's the build that I've already played. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, you know what? They they basically they're at a point where they the game they want to just show it off in the in maximum possible positive light. Um, and obviously, the multiplayer is going to be a, a mess <laughs> at release, as it always is, because it's a, such an afterthought. Yeah. Um, and so we, we played this Civ Five game as our sort of—I I think we're thinking of it as our final Civ Five game. But I don't know whether Civ Six will be playable. Does it look like it's going to be good, though? it does it does look very very good yeah okay. so I'm, I'm pretty stoked for it and then i'm off to egx tomorrow um which will be good I, I do enjoy going to these events but man we've done a
2: lot of them yeah
0: gosh you guys have done tons i haven't done a single one this I year I did
2: comic-con but i mean i just helped out on the merch stall. you just popped along didn't you yeah was it fun yeah my daughter loved it it was the best day out she's ever had i'm not even kidding she talks about it all the time wow she loved going to comic-con she fucking loved it man
0: i'm gonna take my son to one like when he's a little bit older I don't think he'd appreciate it now, but like in a yeah. couple of years, I'll take him to one. Yeah, I mean she she She'll didn't she yeah. didn't
2: give a shit about the cosplay. She didn't give a shit about all the, the people or anything. No, it's or all the she, little
0: it's all the little stands and the stores. And no, stuff, she didn't give a shit about stuff. those.
2: What she really? liked was we hung out with the Yolkscar guys. They were all very nice, obviously. And Harry uh, was like, "Do you want to help sell some t-shirts?" And she was like, "God, yes." So she, she just like someone would come up and say, "I'd like a diggy diggy hole in medium," and she'd run off and get it. And she, she that was like the best thing she's ever done. I'm not even kidding. She She just just wanted the job. man. You know
0: what? You're setting her up, man. Maybe she'll be like an entrepreneur. She might open up like an e store or something. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she she just get get her a job, P Flat. Get to work. (laughs) Put yeah. it to work. Get, yeah. her, get her to design some shirts in an e-store for you. you, you you're baby. ready, my dear. Here, work at Tesco's. <laughs> I'll see you in seven hours.
2: <laughs> her current thing is Pokemon cards. So I have to figure out where to acquire... Oh, God. Pokemon trading cards. Wait, they don't
0: just sell them like normally anymore. Well, is it, everyone, everyone is, is it long s-
2: past. Well, everyone in school is saying they quote stopped making them, but I can't imagine that's true. When I look no, no, online, no, no, like no, I no, can't they, find the. They make the, hundreds. Yeah.
1: huge amounts. Don't yeah. put a kid by tons. They've got about a million spare cards. If you want any, oh, send um, them. Ship come them. by when you've got the office. Ship yeah. Send an email to Duncan, he'll send you like a How do you
0: store cards nowadays? Do you still get a binder with like those plastic things yeah. that slot it's the exactly cards in? It's exactly the same. Yeah. It's changed. I used to have a whole bunch of Marvel superhero cards. Oh, yeah? holograms and everything. I used to store them in a binder like that as well.
1: You still do, sips, I saw it. You showed me it very
0: proudly when I came around. No, yeah. I don't do that at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't have time or the energy I or the inclination. Iron Man. Hey, I got, this is a uh, series one Iceman. This is John uh, Gambino. For, I mean, if I had that stuff, it would just be in a box somewhere gathering dust. Oh my
1: goodness. We should totally, this should totally be like a Mafia Hitmen collectible card set. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> You'd love that. Holy crap, right. That is all we got time for today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, this was, was an odd so, one. Had
2: a weird flavor to it. A kind of an well, eggy smell yeah. to it, but yeah, <laughs> I, I miss I miss the days when you'd come up with something like the Zen stuff and tell us Zen stories. Oh, yeah, Louis, I'd so like you to yeah, bring back been, something. You've
0: been dropping the ball recently. Yeah, like. I blame on lately. I want
2: you. You know what, Lewis I want you to think of this as a relaxing thing for you to do. So don't you worry about it. Me and Sips have got it covered. We'll come with with interesting shit to talk about next week literally
0: or? it'll be shit <laughs> related as well <laughs> and, puke. and yeah. puke yeah no luis this is a challenge for you for next week okay do something right that isn't work related that is kind of like food for your soul okay and then tell us about mm, it yeah, next, yeah. next week That's okay good. like the zen thing like yeah. go go skip rocks on the beach at sunset <laughs> or something and think about stuff or or do something like that you know something that really just pumps you up yeah you know, like no that's good So you feel like you're raising up into the sky with your wings out and okay i'll do that bet midler's blaring away in the background and you know and then you can tell us about it you know tell us tell us because you have time to do that stuff me and flax we don't you know we're busy we're
2: busy people we're busy with, you. like
0: kids and a wife and like, you know, a car that constantly breaks down and stuff. Mm. But like, I think you have more time to do that sort of like <laughs> reflective stuff. You know, you could really, you could really bring like a new dynamic.
1: Yeah. I could share with you my, my moments, like, you know, walking along the, the front and just avoiding the big pile of sick and you know, yeah. Yeah. And
0: like, you know stuff like that. What, what happened to the days when you found a cockroach in your Tesco microwave meal? You Know, when,
2: yeah, when, when can that happen?
0: Those days, when can that happen <laughs> those sweet, again? Those sweet moments, <laughs> yeah. We can all sort of have a chuckle of a cockroach escaping from that meal and yeah, that, <laughs> and that was a hell of a hell of a time, but I have to
1: go, so I'm right. gonna have to end it here. Thank you for listening, Goodbye, everyone. All. Bye, okay, Peace. bye, bye.